What's good? Boys, good morning. Today we're going to speak about masculinity. There's a book that I'm reading on masculinity right now, which is very good. And it's just been adding a lot of like life to me recently. So I wanted to do this for you guys as well. What time is it for everyone? Right, what time it is in the chat, please? So it's 5.42 for me. I've been up for like two hours now. 3.30 a.m. wake-ups. You know it. Three, oh, someone's up at 3 a.m. Nice one. 3 a.m. Repent and turn to Christ and you'll be saved. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, who wants to learn about a very fast trick that you can use to be more masculine? Type one in the chat. Got some good advice for this one. Nice. So if I asked you right now, get ready to write your answer in the chat because I want to see who's the first person to answer correctly. What is the most important part of masculinity? What is the most important part of masculinity? Discipline, purpose, unchanging purpose, stillness, doing hard things, calm mind, stillness, stillness, family. No one's got the right answer yet. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised just because I've never actually, I've not spoken about this much. I wonder who's going to be the first person to write it. What is the most important part of masculinity? Hard things. But we're somewhat close. Protecting your loved ones. It's close. Oh, I see someone who's right. Let me see. Is that the first person? Protecting your loved ones. <laughs> Having a deep voice. Yeah. <laughs> and the person who got the answer right, the first person, I believe, was... Where is it? There. Govit the Great, who said brotherhood. The most important part of masculinity is something that I don't often actually speak about just because the videos on this topic just never perform. Like no one ever watches videos like this. But the most important part of masculinity is actually masculinity in the eyes of other men. You see, masculinity like is not just this soul issue or topic in a vacuum but rather masculinity is judged and formed and, and and molded by groups of men together what masculinity is is often what the group says it is this is something that we're all very much losing notice how like out of 50 or 100 comments only one guy wrote brotherhood only one guy essentially wrote something of like that what masculinity is to other men around you just type one or two in the chat. Type one in the chat if you feel like you have a brotherhood right now. You feel like you have like a gang of men that you trust. Type two in the chat if you don't have that. One, if you do have like this masculine brotherhood. And two, if you don't have this. Nice. A lot of ones, you know, I was very surprised. I didn't expect to see almost any ones. OK, 
Okay, so there's actually quite a lot. For all the guys typing one, just can you explain more? Like, what, what does that brotherhood look like to you? Is it like a couple, like, just let me know. Is it like, two, you can say like two friends in school, it's two, three guys that you speak to online. What is it? My twin. Three friends, three friends. My friends work out with me, me and my brother, my boxing club, nice. This is awesome. I wasn't expecting to see so much, you know. You know what the beautiful part is about all this? Like for the last few years, you've probably seen the culture online that we're all complaining about like masculinity and we're all saying that, you know, like men's spaces are, are non-existent these days. Because of everyone of like, you know, these influencers talking out loud for the last few years, the, the space has very much changed. You know, just two, three years ago, there would have been less than like a quarter of the amount of ones just then, wouldn't there? And it's just very interesting. A lot of the guys who are a little, little bit older and have been going to the gym for a while have seen this, that in the last like year or two years, you, you're seeing a lot more people, a lot more young men in the gym, in martial arts clubs, speaking to other friends, speaking to other male friends and um and actually like developing masculinity together just a few years ago this was like non-existent so it's actually like it's so awesome to see this for all the guys who typed one then it's very good for me to see this because well like a lot of like like um life-changing edits just said like we're losing my brotherhood in the modern world i'm honestly like slightly saying something different i actually think brotherhood is coming back to the world i think masculinity is coming back to the world i think the tide is well and truly changing with especially with uh, andrew tate getting very famous and you're know, speaking a lot about masculinity it's almost like like everyone knows toxic masculinity is bs right like type like one if you agree like everyone's heard of the thing of like toxic masculinity we all know that anyone who says toxic masculinity is usually like a, a fucking retard right we, we all kind of understand that now everyone understands that that any little feminist or little soy boy who says something about toxic masculinity like everyone even normal people knows you know more than 50 percent of women even don't even say that they're feminists anymore the tides are well and truly changing i want to help you not just like experience the changing of the tide but to surf the wave so that you can be the one who comes out on top and actually benefit for this change of like where masculinity is leading to masculinity is coming back in this sounds awesome right this is what we want right this is always what we've wanted yes or no is this what we've wanted for the last few years for like masculinity to come back in for strong men to be developed again yes or no is that what we've wanted the big movement we've all been here thinking yeah you know like you know, men need to like get more of their spaces get more respect back right well, you know what this actually means for you? Shit's about to become a lot more competitive. A lot more. Because five years ago, no young man was in the gym. Every gym that I went to, I was always the youngest person there. I was like 20 years old. These days, I go to any gym around any part of the world, and there's a bunch of teenagers in there. So if you're a teenager right now, a few years ago, if you were a teenager not going to the gym, you were normal. If you're a teenager right now not going to the gym, another 10, 20, 30% of guys your age are going to the gym now. You know how we often say like 90% of men are losers? Now it's about 80%. Soon it'll be about 70%. Soon it'll be about 60% because men are actually fucking rising up. This is what we've wanted, but you better realize that the competition is getting sharper. A while ago, if you had any amount of muscle on your body, you were in the top like 10, top 5, top 1% of men easily. These days, if you don't even have like, if you're above 15% body fat, which isn't even fat, you're like fat. If you don't have like a six pack, you're not in the top like 10%, 20% these days. Like 10 years ago, you needed a four pack. These days, you need a six pack. Soon, you're going to need like an eight pack. Now, it's good because, hang on, let me just uh, ban this fucking retard here. Uh, 
People love talking about religion, bro. Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, talk about religion, bro. Talk about religion. Stop spamming, bro. Like, oh, bro. oh, if Hamza talks about religion, my day would be made. Oh, bro, come back to Islam, bro. Like, what? Just shut up, bro. What the fuck? Like, ah. like what? <laughs> This is why you've got no friends, bro. You're you're there, like saying, like, "Oh yeah, social skills are so hard, bro. So hard to meet women, man." It's just you're just spazzing out, trying to like say in the same sentence four times in a row. Talk about religion. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Be normal, man. I, I I say this every live stream. Live chat makes people stupid and brain dead, doesn't it? So normal people who would usually be like absolutely fine turn very intelligent when live chat uh, turns on. It's just very interesting. Make sure this doesn't fuck up your mental health, man. I do these like live streams most mornings because I want to give you like a piece of advice that you can go and like take for the rest of the day. But make sure you're not like dopamine filled, like you know, spazzing out. Need the dopamine. Hamza might reply to my message or something. It's like we're just normal people. Me replying to your message shouldn't make you like, oh, oh my god, he he acknowledged my existence. It's like it's not that special, bro. <laughs> talk about religion, bro. Does anyone remember when I used to live stream like a year ago and there was that one guy who was like, oh Hamza, talk about Fight Club. He spammed it like twenty times. He was like, talk about Fight Club, bro. Talk about Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> So as I was saying, and Aravind as well. Anyone remember Aravind? <laughs> and the wall comers as well. Those are some good times, man. <laughs> so um, yeah, times are getting much more competitive. You've got to know this right now. If you want to stay ahead of the curve, you must understand that what it took to become like, you know, like be on self-improvement and beat some of the other guys like a, a year ago, two years ago. That's the bare minimum now. Like going to the gym right now is actually the bare minimum. A few years ago, it made you special. These days, if you're not like less than 15% body fat, if you don't have like a good amount of muscle on your frame, you're already like, like you're in the lower tier now. Certainly, there's still more losers than there are winners, but the tide is very much changing. So just be careful of that because many people are like, are um, not prepared for this changing extreme level of competition that we're about to get into. And you're seeing this. Tate is is creating a whole generation of strong masculine men. I'm doing the same thing. Iman's doing the same thing. So you've just got to be ready. Now, the thing is 100%, there's still going to be 50% of men never reproduce, by the way. In, in, um, in all of history, I think only about 40% of men reproduce, by the way. So just think about that. Only 40% of men ever have children. How fucked is that? 40% of men will only have children. So if you look at, we've got a thousand guys in this chat right now. 600 of the guys who are in the chat right now will not be able to have children with a woman because they'll be too ugly compared to the other 40%. Think about that. Who's, who's in the 60? Which, which percentage are you in? Are you in the 40% where you're going to be able to have children and women want you or are you going to be in the 60%? 40 or 60? Because we know that guy, oh, I was like, talk about Christianity or whatever. He was like, talk about religion, bro. We know he's a 60 percenter. <laughs> I'm in, fuck yeah, I'm in the 40 percent, bro. I, bro. I'm in the one percent, man. Fuck you guys. One <laughs> percent gang, bro. <laughs> 40 percent of guys reproduce, 60 percent of guys die without ever spreading their seed. Think about how sad that is. And, I, and you know what's even sadder? You know what's fucking sadder than this? Of the 60% of guys who don't reproduce, there's a fair amount of them who still look after another man's child. Now, if that's this wholesome thing of like they've adopted, that's different. 
But what I'm saying is the dark part of this is like there is a fair amount of guys, it seems about 10% of fathers who are right now raising another man's child and they don't know that it's another man's child. Their wife essentially cheated, got pregnant with a different guy and they believe it's theirs. So I'm going to ask you again, do you want to be in the 60% or do you want to be in the 40%? Which one? 40% gang, am I right? I don't know about you guys. I, like You can comment yes or no, but for me, if you agree, I think that might be one of the worst fucking things ever to have a woman that you love to raise a child and then you realize she cheated on you and it's not even your child. I literally don't know what the fuck I'd do. That would be literally like the... like You, you could genuinely fucking beat the fuck out of me. You could gouge my eyes out and I would still prefer that over realizing that like my woman not only had cheated on me, but that I had been raising a child that wasn't mine because of this thing of like, fuck, I created this bond with this like little girl. What the fuck's going to happen now? Do I still want to raise her? Like I'm her father figure. Like that's fucking bro. Holy fuck, man. And that happens a lot more. You know, there's a book, um, Sperm Wars. If you're interested in reading this, it will fuck up your mental health. But if you want to go read this book, it's called Sperm Wars by... Um, Robin Baker, Sperm Wars. It's fucking red pilling. Sperm Wars by Robin Baker. I went to an Airbnb when I went with my girl and they had like a massive bookshelf of like, you know, books and stuff that you could read there. And one of the books uh, was called Sperm Wars and I ended up reading it and it like, it'll make you anxious as fuck because it like kind of tells stories of like couples who have cheated and it's like, you know, oh, this guy's been working hard and, and he didn't realize it. But then his girlfriend went out one mysterious night, came back late and what she, he didn't realize was that she, he, she had another man's semen inside of her right now, which turns into a child that he raises. And it was like, fuck me. And it, it tells you, most guys don't realize this. This isn't just like, you know, a sort of modern day thing of the actions that we take as humans. There is like full on biological mechanisms to help her cheat on you. You've got to think inside of um, inside of women. There's so many different mechanisms to protect her, so that she can essentially, like, like for her benefit, she can literally sleep with multiple guys, and we don't know which one of us impregnated her, so that she's more likely to get the support of men. Like women have like this biological system inside of them to make it easier for them to cheat on you, even if they love you. They have like this whole cascade of hormones and, and emotions that happens through their cycle, so that sometimes they're really horny, sometimes they're really not, and it throws them off. Women don't even know when they can ovulate. Obviously, like right now, there's like technology and stuff fine, but even women don't even understand most of their um, most of their like system inside of them and there's literally systems made so that it's easier for her to cheat on you you know how interesting it is for for guys as well hang on let me ban this retard as well um for guys there's the shape of our penis you know how we have the tip the tip is particularly shaped so that we can literally like pull out the semen that is inside of a woman that another man has put in that's why we have like the tip because it's almost like it goes in and almost like locks out and grabs back another man's like semen if there is some inside of her how, how fucking interesting is that? So when you think about like, oh, you know, cheating is this sort of act that someone does in this modern day or something. It's like, this is some biological shit. This is literally like biological warfare. It's fucked, right? When you read, I was reading this book and it was giving me mental health problems. I was like, fuck me. Like what, bro? <laughs> Need to do some Kegels fast, boys. <laughs>
crazy, right? And most guys don't know this. And you know, I didn't even think that I'd end up speaking about that, but you know why this is relevant? Because life as a man is just competition. Think about that. We you know, Tate says this, I said this, life is a competition. You're in competition with other guys. The shape of your penis is particularly designed so that you can extract another man's cum from the woman that you're sleeping with so that your semen can shoot deeper inside of her. This is the fucking level of competition that like, like it sounds crazy to talk about. That's the level of competition that we're at. It's full on biological warfare. It is literally sperm wars to the, to the biological level. You, you've, you've always known all this time that going to the gym is like a way that we compete, right? Just type one in the chat. Like that's you, you've heard recently that male competition is a good thing. You've been hearing this from guys, right? Just type one in the chat if you've heard that, or type two if you're still like you're a sixty percent so who believes that competition is a bad thing, right? So everyone type in one. You understand competition is a good thing. Now write write down a few words of how we compete. Write down a few words. Maybe you'll write like gym, muscle, attractiveness, status. What would you say? What comes to mind for you in the ways that you are currently competing against other men? How are you beating them? Gym to be great. Sports. Money, money, fighting, money, finance, <laughs> a, a deep voice. That's what that's, it's the same guy just answering every question with, yeah, deep voice. <laughs> Business, presence, strength, smart, intelligence, charisma, testosterone, boxing. Nice. These are the way that you compete, right? These are the real world actions that we do, but our bio biology is actually designed for like this primal sexual competition as well. This is like, you need to be told this. I've never heard anyone else talk about this, but you can go and read this book, Sperm Wars. That's where I learned this knowledge. And of course, like I'm more of a bro scientist. I don't know the, the real science shit, but like I'm just explaining it to you. It, it competition is at every level of our existence to the to the point like to the extent of the shape of our genitals and more than that even in, in the woman it's like 10 times more competition like women don't even know which man has impregnated them they have this this desire to sleep with multiple men when they ovulate and so they like if they sleep with multiple men they know like kind of obviously they're secure in that yep they got pregnant but the multiple men don't know which one of them it was that got her pregnant, which means that they will feel more of a pull to like father the children and to take care of her. Competition is at every level of our existence. So when you really just think about it in that level of like, that's how like, the extent of this, now you're realizing, and I just said before that more guys are going into the gym you do realize there's a guy in the local gym that you go to right now grinding harder than you. You realize that, don't you? And you do realize he's going to go and cold approach the girl that you wanted. You do realize that there's guys out there who are going to message your future wife. There's guys out there who are going to go cold approach your future wife today. And they've already got the six pack. You really want to skip your gym workout today? Yes or no? You got to skip your gym workout? Yes or no? You're going to skip it? How about your deep work? You don't want to do your deep work today? You're going to skip your work? Because another guy, the thing is 60% of guys, 60%, they're not going to do anything. But about 40% of guys are actually going to go to the gym today. About 40% of guys are going to do the work today. And if you don't, well, then you've just been pushed slightly into the 60%. Just for today. You know, today it's it's almost like a, a daily binary that today you could 
act like a 60 percenter. Oh, you know, I want to take more time off. Oh, I want to spam like a live chat. Not even like, oh, come back to Alex. Just shut up, bro. <laughs> Just you could be a 60 percenter today and you could start spamming live chats and stuff. You could skip the gym today. You could skip your work today. You could say you're a little bit tired. You're a little bit too sore. Ah, oh, you know, today's a rest day. Yeah. Is it a rest day for the guy who's going to go and cold approach your future wife? Is it? Fuck, is it? <laughs> Fuck, bro. <laughs> you want to go drink the, the plastic water bottles today? So this is what you do. This is the fast way to become more masculine that I, I wanted to teach you today. So you can just use this technique for the rest of your day. The single greatest boost to your masculinity and honestly, probably to your life is to be around other masculine men to specifically join a gang. Now, gangs and cults, I remember for a long time, I was just calling myself a cult leader and people thought it was weird, but like they were just simpletons and unintelligent people who didn't understand the concept like of what we were actually doing here. If anyone here was like calling themselves a cult leader, you probably understood because you had like a higher level of intelligence. The reason why I was calling myself a cult leader was because if we create a group where we have our own values, we have our own systems, we have our own hierarchy that gives you a place to excel in, in the space around other masculine men and you made a lot of progress like that. Slowly, like I, I got disinterested with that. But just recently, I read the same book that motivated me to like call myself a cult leader and, and to make this with whole fucking movement, which has helped a lot of people. And it's like I'm realizing just how powerful it is to be in a gang. Now, of course, I'm not saying to like join some illegal drug gang or anything like that. But like a gang is just a group of men. It's simple as that. A gang is a group of men. Now, there's gangs which go and commit crime. There's gangs that smuggle drugs or something. But there's also gangs of men that go and play football. And there's gangs of men that play golf. You can call them whatever you want. You can call them a group. You can call them a community. Gang, just let's be honest, it just sounds kind of cool, right? The, the fastest way for you to become more masculine is not only to join a gang, but to instead to lead a gang of your own, to create your own specific brotherhood. Women are not allowed. Women are not allowed. This cannot be the kind of like person where, you know, you, you're all going to go for the gym and one guy brings his girlfriend and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah don't mind her, guys. She's just going to do her workout to the side. No, no, no. This is a space specifically away from women where you can challenge each other to be as masculine and as disciplined and as hardworking as possible. This is the single fastest and powerfulest way for you to become more masculine and achieve more success in life. Join a gang. What happened when you joined mine? What happened when you joined like this cult, this movement that I created a while ago? Instantly, you started working harder. You like you remember the the transformation? Maybe write it in chat. When did you discover my channel, and what happened in the next few months after that? Was it a complete one eighty of your life before my videos, where you were total Jeffrey, just watching porn and and playing video games? And then after a few months, what happened? Where were you then? Did you stop those like fucking evil habits? You joined a gang. And you ended up making much more progress than usual because you had this like powerful masculine hierarchy. You had this group that was going to hold you accountable. You had this group that weren't going to take shit from you. You had this group that was like literally like the, the leader of it was telling you, okay, these are our values. These are our standards. If you don't work out today, you're a pussy. If you act like this, you're a pussy. If you like say that this is, you know, you cope and you make excuses, then you're a pussy. 
And that really triggered like some powerful emotion inside of you, didn't it? The same way that so many guys are watching Andrew Tate. He's on the exact same thing. When when we set these standards and, and guidelines for each other, we all rise together. Very, very powerful. So I was just thinking about it yesterday. I, I was ended up reading like the same book. And I was just thinking like, damn, like when I used to speak more like this sort of leader of this movement, of this cult, of this group, I honestly think more of, of our guys were making more progress. And if anyone's like watched a lot of my uh, videos, you've seen the transformation where I kind of went more into this like little like soft androgynous bit of the last like few videos where I've just been more of this sort of like educational Huberman style video where I've lost a lot of the sort of emotion and I've just wanted to like convey some education and synthesize and stuff. And it's just fucking boring. We need more of this like hype emotion leader. Like all of us are in a gang together trying to rise up. That's exactly what you need. So I'd ask you right now, type type one in the chat if you right now feel like you are the gang leader and type two if you feel like you're not the gang leader but you are part of like some kind of gang or like a brotherhood of men and type three if you're not in a brotherhood of men at all. So one, you are the leader of your little group. Two, you're in a group but you're not the leader and three, you're not in a group at all. A specifically male only masculine group if you've got a little group of like little pussies in high school and you know you're friends with a girl and stuff that doesn't count we're talking about specific like masculine gang who meet up and do some like masculine hard shit with no women involved where are we at one two or three one is you are the leader two is that you're part of the group but you're not really like the main leader in there or three is um you're not in one at all Okay, so we've got a bunch of threes, bunch of. Uh, it seems like an even split. Actually, uh, I can do a poll, can't I? Start a poll. So I'm the leader. Oh. Okay, I've just done a poll. Answer the the poll right now, and let's see. What do you think is is going to be the result? I think it might be about. I'm not in a gang. <laughs> the last one's supposed to say I'm not in a gang. So I'm not in a gang. I don't have like a male only masculine group. I'm the leader. Doesn't mean that you were like elected anyway, but it just means that you're probably like the most important person. You're the one who organized it. You're the one who brought everyone together. And you could say, I'm not the leader. There's probably another guy who's more of like the alpha male. I'm not in a gang. So about 50% of us are actually in a male-only group. That's actually phenomenal. I want to take a second here. Like, is anyone else seeing this, these results and almost feeling proud? About 50% of us are at least in a male group. Is anyone seeing that and actually thinking like, man, that's actually fucking sick, bro. A few years ago, we not would have had that like at all. We not definitely wouldn't have had that. Maybe 10% of people would have said that they, um, they were in a, like a male group. That's fucking sick to see, man. About 50% of us aren't in a group at all. And it's specifically the 50% that I really, really want to help as well. You don't need to be the leader, okay? This is something that, like, we need to, to understand. Some men aren't supposed to be the leader. You are supposed to be in the role that you can excel in most. Trust me when I say that sometimes you don't want to be the leader. You know how all every, like, cringe motherfucker, type one if you've seen this, every cringe motherfucker wants to be, like, an entrepreneur, boss, CEO, lady boss type of shit, right? Everyone wants to be, right? Being an employee isn't cool anymore, right? Just type one if you have seen, like, this narrative over the last few years that, like, everyone wants to be their own boss. People don't realize that being the boss is fucking hard. 
A lot of us aren't meant to be the boss. A lot of us are meant to be number two, number three, number four. And that's okay to say because you can excel more in a different position than forcing yourself to go with the ego of like, oh, but Tate says that I've got to be number one or something. You, If you are the right-hand man to the big boss, that's fucking sick compared to you trying to be your own boss and then making like a shit business that never never um, does anything. You can, you can succeed a lot as being close to like the leader than actually being the leader if you're a bad at being the leader. People don't realize how fucking hard it is to be the leader of like a movement, to be the entrepreneur, to be the boss who has the employees. People don't realize that. If you're the guy who's second in position, you have almost none of the risk. You don't pay any of the payroll. You don't pay for any of the employees. You get your consistent wage. It's like people need to like almost stop glorifying like yeah be your own boss and actually start glorifying like find the boss who's already sick and make him really like you so that you are on his right hand side that's a very powerful advice but it just hurts your ego it's like like some men are too proud for that and they'll just keep trying keep trying and they'll just be like the leader of a shit island like which one would you rather be would you rather be the the leader of like a broken down island which is just trash or would you rather be the right-hand man to a successful country? Which one? The leader of like a dump or the right-hand man of like a successful movement? Many men, like some men are built to being the leader. Some men are just either born like that or they've been able to develop themselves in that way and that's awesome. But a lot of men aren't. Statistically, you can't, right? Statistically, it should be like there should be like maybe 5% of leaders, alpha males, and 95% can't do that. Many men just have too much ego to admit this. So the fastest way that you can become masculine is to try and figure out where your masculine gang is. If you're in one already, or if you can maybe form one yourself, or you can like you know start, um, you can try and like join one. You can see, essentially what I'm saying by gang is like it's just a group of masculine men who are doing masculine stuff, and they're not like in, like adding women to this. You know, they might go out and like flirt with women, and that's absolutely fine. But it's like they're not like hanging out with women. It, that's specifically they're not going to be like a masculine gang. Masculine gang is like okay, the group of guys who go to the gym every day and it's just guys and they talk about masculine shit they talk about girls they talk about sex they talk about money they talk about masculinity they they call each other out they shout at each other and say stop being a little bitch pussy come back to the gym you you came to the gym late today go and do three sets of pull-ups first before we start and then we'll go hit our actual pull-ups today when you, when you train with, like, a girl, often guys aren't going to speak in the same way, are they? When, when you've got, like, a girl hanging out in your little friendship group, like, when you've got one in school, suddenly, like, all your masculine friends are acting all weird. They've got all, like, weird fucking body language and shit, don't they? It's, like, specifically a male-only group. Yeah, and then the one motherfucker who brings his girlfriend into the group. Bro, I'm that guy, man. I'm the fucking guy who brings his girlfriend into the group. Oh, yeah, you know, she's just going to do her own workout, guys. Don't mind. Like, do you guys mind if she joins us? <laughs> You need a male only space. And then the way that you become masculine is that you specifically just level up in this gang. The way that you level up in a gang in like a male brotherhood is that you just give the kind of value that men respect. First of all, you level yourself up. You do more of the work that only you can do. So for example, 
you might be more of the gym guy in your friendship group, right? You might know loads about the gym. You've been researching it and everything. And you've got guys, you know, who might be a bit more muscular than you, but they definitely have like less like gym intelligence than you do. So a way that you provide value to the group is that you end up teaching some guys things. You see like your friend is, is lifting weights and his form could be improved and you slightly give him that tip. He, his form improves. He likes it. It feels better. That's a bit of value you just gave to the gang and you're, you're like... Uh, XP, like your points inside of this brotherhood has just risen up. The more times you do stuff like that, the more that you will sort of up level. And this is where it gets interesting. The higher your testosterone goes. People that there's no study to prove this, but this is 100% biological fact. The more value that you give to your gang, the higher your testosterone goes. Why? Because the higher your status goes. Let's say if there's 10 guys and you're in the chump part of like, you know, you're in number eight position and the only guys below you are like mentally disabled or fat or something. And you're like here, you're a little awkward video gamer, video, YouTube watcher and stuff. But today you watch the video on fitness. And you say to the, the top guy when he's doing like a bench press, oh, you could try it like this way. And he's like, whoa, that's so much better. You do more of that and you'll slightly be preferred more and more and more. When you move up in status, your testosterone increases. Of course, you've got to like, you know, sleep is very important. Other things with testosterone is very important if you start like... Um, if you start being sleep deprived, like there's lots of high status men who probably still have low testosterone because they're unhealthy, they take drugs. But in general, if we changed nothing else apart from made you higher status, you would ultimately straight away get a better life. You'd get more attraction from women. You'd feel healthier, less anxious, more testosterone. It's just how it works because you've risen up the ranks of men. This is like a testosterone sort of boosting tip that no one, no YouTube video has spoke about that I've seen. And I've watched a lot of videos on it because it's not something that researchers can test. Researchers can't just like, um, you know, put you into a real situation. But there are actually some studies that have proven the higher status symbols increases your testosterone. So they've, got, they've gotten participants in, made them wear suits for like some kind of study and found that their testosterone increased because they were wearing high status clothing compared to the participants that they made wearing like sweatpants when you have higher status in your group specifically in your group your testosterone increases you get less brain fog less anxiety you sleep better you you're happier that's the the reward of like being nicer to your gang first of all level one you've got to go find this gang you've got to go find this brotherhood it's I'm so proud to see that 50% of us, at least that's what the, the poll says, but you motherfuckers might be lying. I'm so proud that there's like 50% of us who have already got in, into a gang. Now serve your gang. Serve them. You know what they need. You know what, what they're, they're struggling with. Give them that value. Give them that advice. Be nice to them. Let's say one of your like you're gonna go meet one of your friends. He's just finished like he uh, he runs track, right? He he's doing some sport, and you go to the store beforehand because you wanted to go get yourself like a lunch or something, and you just kind of think, oh yeah, I'll buy the water bottle because he'll probably want one. You don't even say anything; just pass it over to him whilst you're like drinking your one. It's like suddenly your status in the group has just risen up because you're providing value to others. That's like this is low level like high school stuff. Once you get older, it's like suddenly it's like. The status that like the, the value I'm bringing to my brotherhood is that I've got fucking 2 million followers and I know how to grow an audience. So any guy that I meet who wants to grow an audience, which is most of them, suddenly it's like I'm the fucking man when it comes to that. And then there's a guy who, who knows how to monetize an audience. He knows how to make a fuck ton of money. He knows how to sell. And it's like, bro, I need, I need advice on that. Let's, let's share ideas. Then we're generous to each other. We, we're almost like creating these almost unspoken rules of what our gang, our brotherhood, our friendship will entail.
And if you stick within those rules, you rise up within the gang. If you go out of those rules, you're seen as like a man who lacks integrity, who lacks trust, and he starts getting like evicted from the gang. One of the, I think the best way for you to live your life it, as a man and, and for you to like, you know, think about testosterone and everything is to just specifically just think about the gang. Think about like the the group that you're in. If you're not in a group, you need to go find one or create one. And if you are in a group, think about how you can level up and you level up by just serving more value to the gang members. I find this super fucking interesting because think about how many people are in my gang. Because you can you can do a gang online, right? I can go to any country in the world and there's 50 people who'll come and meet me. How many people are in my gang right now? A lot. So you're seeing right now the most interesting part of like of male development is suddenly men can become influencers using content and that is effectively their gang. So men are reaching status levels that we've never seen before. Status like a nobody who is born with like, like not royal blood can become more higher status and have a bigger gang than fucking Genghis Khan and princes and kings through posting content on social media. Think about that. Hundreds, thousands of years ago, you needed to be born with like royal blood to get this level of status. These days, you need to pop off on social media. This is the single highest ROI skill that you could develop is like growing on social media. How fucking powerful is that? Yeah, social media influencers are kind of like royalty today, absolutely. It's like modern day uh, uh, celebrities. Who will remember YouTubers over emperors? Yeah, certainly not. So like the, the half-life of um, of YouTube celebrities and stuff is going to be a lot less than emperors, of course. But that's just, that's just like the modern day. Everything in the modern day is faster. Your rise to fame is faster and also your fall into like, into... Um, oblivion but no one knows you is also faster as well so our, we won't last as long we won't be spoke about as long but as long as we're living and as long as we're still you know in our gangs and we're still doing well in the gang you can do really well very very well this is what i was just thinking about before this and the amount of energy that I've just gotten out of nowhere when I think about the concept of just like serving my gang, just be nice to my gang, you know, really help them with their problems. And this is how I started YouTube in the first place, where I just saw my gang is like the young men around the world. And I just thought of it as like, I want to help them with their problems. And I actually want to do, I want to create like some kind of community for this. Like I'm going to go speak to my team, but like I'm actually thinking I might create like, you know, I've got a Donna school, which is probably too pricey for most young men and it's not like it's not supposed to be like a like a sort of community feel it's specifically like to help guys with a certain goal but i do think that like having some kind of like gang community where we can all interact might be a good one and i'd want to make it super cheap so it'd be basically just like a, a discord server but specifically so you can like um speak to the guys who are part of our gang and it'll be super cheap like four dollars a month or something uh, i see luke belmar's doing really good with his one and i think his is like 25 dollars. so i want it specifically to be affordable for the indians and like you know the guys around the world whose currency is a bit like whack compared to mine and stuff so if it was like four dollars a month We've got thousands of guys who join. You're able to connect with 
or the men in our gang all around the world and stuff. And it's like, that's where I'd host the meetups and everything. And um, we were able to like, you know, write posts and you can give value to each other and everything. It would just be like, it wouldn't be, um, it wouldn't be like, you know, one-to-one -one calls with me or anything like that. Of course not, if you're just paying like four bucks, but it'd be specifically just like, so we can connect together and, and kind of look to this and be like, okay, this is our gang. This is like the Adonis gang. We can write posts here. You can meet, um, you can meet like with the guys and everything. And I expect there'd be like thousands of um, thousands of like members in there, which could be super nice. Cause like, imagine there's like 50 guys in your, your city that you could go meet who watch like Hamza and they're in the gym, they're meditating and stuff. So that could be really nice, but I'll go speak to my, my um, team. I've, I've not made it. I've not even been, I've literally just got the idea before this, just because I, um, if I do make it, I'm like, I need to do it in a way that doesn't take away from my actual like real program, like the thing that is more of my focus, which is Adonis School. So I need to like make it in a way that doesn't like um, detract away from that. Because generally when you make like another product and you like make a, yeah, when you make another product, generally like the first product might suffer and I don't want that to happen. So um, Adonis School would still be my priority just because those guys are paying like a hundred times more than like this low ticket thing. So um I'll, I'll think about that. But that's something we could do. It's just, it would be fun for me. And I think it would be fun for a lot of our guys because it, it'd be like four quid, $4 a month or something, which is probably affordable for m most people, even like um, the Indians and even the uh, Venezuelans or whatever, if you wanted to join. And it just shows you like a level of commitment because suddenly if it's not free, 99% of people won't join because just because like people can afford it, but like, you know, straight away, if it's not free, the it won't get like, it'll be still big, but like straight away, like, only more serious people will be in because they had to get their credit card out or something. So it'll be like $4 a month or something like that. So that's what I'm thinking. Um, type one in the chat, would you be interested in something like that? And type two, if you'd be like, ah, oh, nah, like it's um, not of interest to me. Just it, it would basically, it would just help you like find more guys like us around your city and every, like you'll be able to write posts and stuff and other guys can write posts or maybe some other guy would write a post about like, oh, you know how I was able to build more muscle because I ate this food or, you know, I learned this thing and I just saw this video and he shares it with you. You'll be able to like hop on calls with guys who are like us. Okay, so it seems like, yeah, it seems like it'd be fairly popular. I, I do think it would be as well, because I, I do think that, like, I, I miss having the um, sort of, like, big gang feeling, like a big sort of, like, um, feeling of our community, because I don't use it. I personally don't use Discord. I think Discord just turns people into, like, brain dead, like, idiots, so I don't use Discord. We still have that big Discord server, but it's, like, I don't use it at all, so it's, like, obviously, like, people aren't really, like, caring about it as much. I want I want one which I specifically um, want to use as well. But yeah, it seems yeah, like I would join. I just I wouldn't do like I wouldn't do the um, live calls or courses or anything. All of my effort is still going to go to Adonis School, but I'd still be like I'd be in the group and I'd write a post every now and then. I'd comment every now and then. But of course, like we'll have to set like sort of um, boundaries. You've got to expect paying four dollars a month. You can't expect me to like hop on a fucking one to one call with you or anything like that. You get me. So again, Zane, that's exactly what I'm thinking, man. We hop it on school, $4 a month, $5 a month, something like that. And then we're also going to try and upsell everyone in there to our pay, bigger paid program as well. So it's like if you, if you eventually end up making enough money where you want to join like the, the more private tier, like the, the higher membership, then we'll offer you that as well. 
Discord's just Discord's like such a dopamine little um, social media. I don't like it, bro. I, I don't use it myself. I only use it for my team, but I don't have any Discord servers. I've never been a part of any Discord server just because I'm not a virgin. So it's like, it doesn't appeal to me. So that's why if I'm going to have something like this, it's like, I need to have like the kind of space that I would personally use. School is definitely, it's a lot more like mature than um, Discord is. I, I don't know about Telegram, but I see a lot of guys uh, use that as well. <laughs> Sweet, I'm off and off, boys. Hope that helps you. The fastest way to become more masculine is to level up in the gang, the brotherhood that you're in. The brotherhood literally just means like group of men who are doing masculine stuff around you. Provide value to them, serve them. Think about right now, just for the next like 30 seconds before you go and click on any other dopamine thing. Just for 30 seconds, think about the men who are in your life who are masculine and just think about one way that you could serve them. What, what is something you could serve them with? Could you give them a piece of advice? Could you help them with something? Could you invite them to something? Is there a guy you know who really likes the gym? Could you just invite him to a gym workout today? That's you serving the gang and your status in the gang goes up. When your status in the gang goes up, so does your testosterone. And also, so does the quality of the women who are into you. 100%, I promise you this is the case. And also the book we mentioned before, if you want to go and ruin your mental health and learn that like women are literally built to fucking cheat on you, it's called Sperm Wars by Robin Baker. This isn't me trying to, you know, say all women will cheat or anything, but it's like we have fully, we fully have biological mechanisms which show that we are actually in full competition with each other. And like, just think about that. The next time you go touch your pee, -pee just look at the shape of it and just think to yourself like, the, the shape of your pee, pee is made so that you can pull out the semen of another, another man when you have sex with a girl. Just think about it. Just think about that for a moment today and just think of yourself, fuck, bro. I am really in competition with other men to a point that I don't even understand. Let that be your energy today when you go run off to the gym. And when you get that little evil thought in your brain to skip the gym workout, or to, you know, you're too tired for the work. Just remember the shape of your PB. <laughs> don't be in the chat, boys. My laptop's going to die. <laughs> okay, I'm off, boys. Mwah! Uh, boom, boom.